Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All the interception. Say what needs to be said. You know, as kids, we work so hard. We have a dream. We have goals, aspirations to make it to the NFL, NBA, MLB, whatever it is. You know, we have goals. It could just be a, to make it as in your profession, own a business, whatever it is. You know what I mean? And then you make it there. What do you do? Do you take advantage of the situation when you make it there? Or you feel like you made it and that's it. I'm good now. Like, I'm here. I did it. You know, what type of person are you? You know, Johnny Menzel. You know, Johnny Menzel, his agent came out and expressed that Johnny Menzel watched zero film. I mean, this is the quarterback on your team. He was a 22nd pick of the draft to the Cleveland Browns. If y'all don't know, you know, he's a little undersized quarterback. You know, they was expecting him to be the one of the next, you know, Best undersized quarterbacks. And he's drafted to lead this team. Your whole life you've been dreaming of this moment. You get there. And you watch zero film. I talk about people self-destructing and, you know, mainly kids too, you know. Kids, I I like to call it self-destruct. You know, you just take a path that everybody sees and you know it's a path that you're not going to come out of. Or you, you can't make it through. And nobody can't tell you anything. And you just have to go through it. And then I, I like to call that self-destruct. But his was a little different because he made it all the way to his goal and to the top. It's like the lotto ticket. You got it in your hand. Now it's time to cash it. And it's like, you know, I got the ticket. I don't care about cashing. And maybe I got a loan or whatever. That's, that, and you know, that's just insane. Don't have a goal and you make it to your goal and then you stop working. You know what I mean? Set another goal and, and, and keep challenging yourself. Keep challenging yourself. Keep reinventing yourself. Never settle. I mean, you know, unless you're in retirement or whatever, you know, you have to take a different approach in things in life. But, man, that is crazy to hear from Johnny Mazzell. The quarterback of your team watched zero film, and we know what happened to the rest of his career. I don't want to be a hypocrite and act like I was a big film watcher and all that, but I'm not the quarterback either. I, obviously, I didn't watch a lot of film, but I watched film that I needed to watch. I watched the the, the trending plays, you know, um, the plays that they like to go to most. And that's what I would watch and that's what I would take from the film and that's what I would use in my in my arsenal, you know. Uh, formation, you know, they do this formation a lot. This that go-to play. Third down, this is, you know, their sticks team. They like to get to the sticks. You know, those type of situations. And, you know, that's, that's me. But a quarterback, you absolutely have to watch film. You got to break down defense. You got to know where you want your, your offense, your, your receivers to break their routes and, you know, so on and so forth. But, you know, he go on and talk about mental health and depression and stuff like that. Um, and that stuff is real. And we got to learn how to get help and seek help and try to figure out how to battle these things. We all go through it. You know, he's not he's not the only one and I'm not exempt. Now we got these uh these free agent running backs I want to talk about. We got Kareem Hunt and Dalvin Cook. I, it's surprising that Dalvin Cook is still a free agent, you know, at this moment as, as I'm recording this. And um. I, w- I want to see, what, what do you think about the two? Which one is more valuable to the team? You got Dalvin Cook being productive. He's continuing to be productive. Thousand, multiple over 1,000-yard rushing. Um, Kareem Hunt, was his rookie year was his best season. He had over 1,000 yards. His only season he had over 1,000 yards. But he's a bruiser. You know, he's he, he's a type that's going to get that ball and go downhill and, and wear your defense out. What, 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 what is going on and why haven't they signed yet? This is it. Does it have to do with money or this is is this this whole running back thing where they're devalued and they're talking about they're devalued? The NFL don't see them as valuable as as they think they should be. Or why are they still free agent? I mean, Kareem Hunt, as of today, right now, his, his thing is blowing up. The Jets, the Colts, 
you know, they say his group chat got to be bumping, you know what I mean? So he's obviously a hot commodity. I don't know what it is and what's the difference and what are they looking for in the running backs in the NFL um, and why these two guys are still free, especially Dalvin Cook. I mean, he's clearly been highly productive in the NFL. You know, that's a, you know, it's a crazy situation. I'm running through a couple of topics, right? While I'm on the running backs, I want to talk about Jonathan Taylor. You know, him and the, and the Colts, they own a standoff. This is a crazy standoff situation. This is this is kind of why I advocate, you know, for the for the players and and talk about, you know, trying to get their worth and stuff like that. Now, I think there's no excuse for Jonathan Taylor. You know, his worth is is showing his productivity is through the roof. You know, him and the owners going back and forth. And right now, currently, he's rehabbing somewhere else and not at the facilities. Now, that's not a good sign. He's taking a strong stance against the team. And the team is taking a strong stance against him. I think the owner had put him on some type of ex- exempt list earlier, you know, out of the blue saying his back was hurt or or something like that. And, and now he's doing ankle rehab. Uh, I, I say it's no excuse because, you know, Jonathan Taylor is on his rookie contract. So if you're on your rookie contract, it's no it, it's no question you're supposed to get paid easily. You, you, out, you outperformed your rookie contract. Now it's time to get paid. What you get paid is a different story, but it don't sound like it don't sound like they're trying to pay him or negotiate or talk about anything. So, I mean, he's a he's a disgruntled player, and the Colts are coming out and saying they are not trading Jonathan Taylor at all. And and it's it's like, what, what do you want to give, you know? I know you have a contract. What do you got, one year left, two years left? I think there's one year left on the contract. We, we play this game. They own a business. We all do this to make the money. It's this. It's loud and clear. We all do this to make the money. You know, what are y'all thoughts on that? Of course, you know, he should be paid, but but why is he holding holding on so strong, meaning the owner of the Colts? I want to bring up a situation with that, with that being said, with the Colts owner. You know, Andrew Luck, the great quarterback, they drafted number one pick a, a little while ago, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago, or however long it was. He abruptly retired. Now, when you abruptly retire, your contract is kind of voided out. So if whatever bonuses and whatever you got is proportioned out over the years. So if you say you got a 20 million signing bonus and it's proportioned out over five years, you have a five-year contract and you retire in year three or something like that, you have to give some of that signing bonus back, right? Andrew Luck retired in the middle of that contract somewhere and the Colts could have got paid. They could have went after him for 2.5 million of that, that signing bonus. And they declined to do it. Now, what is this all about? You know, I'm, I, I, you know, I just wanted to compare those little situations and, um, you know, bring it up. But I think that's just a little bizarre and, you know, just looks a little different, you know, and just seems a little weird that you got your rookie running back on a rookie contract, clearly outplayed that and, you know, trying to get paid. You know, and they, and they go through this in the NFL all the time. So let's see how that plan out. We'll see how that play out in life. Now we got Colin Coward. Man. This guy made a, a disgusting mistake. I don't know if it's a mistake, his purpose, is for ratings or what, man. I mean, he used Dwayne Haskins, Haskins, I want to pronounce his name right, in vain. Dwayne Haskins, the, the, the quarterback that was drafted, uh, I think he was drafted to the Washington Redskins, and he passed away, you know, down here in Fort Lauderdale on, on the highway somewhere. Uh, we all, you know, if you didn't hear about it, you know, it was a crazy situation. You know, the car, he pulled over and, Start walking and got hit. You know, Colin, you know, was talking about quarterbacks, and I don't know if it was a typo. Is he doing? Was he doing this for ratings? Or, or, or why do they? 
Why do these broadcaster commentators do these type of things? Is it really a mistake using his name in vain? And I don't know. Does he watch football? Do you do you know that he's passing and, 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 and dead and gone? And are you familiar with him? Like that, that was a crazy situation. I just wanted to bring it up to see what they all thought. Why did they do that? Is it for ratings? Is it is it an honest mistake? Because you see, he was said he can and he you know they can't win a Super Bowl. You know, in this little clip, who are not but, getting to a Super Bowl and certainly not winning it, and that's everybody else, from Baker Mayfield. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Dwayne Haskins, guys, guys that are just not that that they're, they're yeah. That it says can win Super Bowls. It can't, can't win Super Bowls. Okay, so six stars, four. But you know, tell me what you think about that because I think that was disgusting, man. That, you know, I, I can't never stoop down to do nothing like that, man. And yeah, yeah, that 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 was crazy, right? So. Yeah, so that was my, my topics. You know, the NFL is right around the corner. And, and you know, so a lot of topics going to be coming in. It's getting more and more excited about this NFL season. 2023 NFL season. Now, let's have a little fun. You know when I have fun, you know, I got to talk about my boy. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I was on Twitter. I'm always on Twitter. And um, me, and my, me and my friend, I'm going to say my friend that I haven't met yet, <laughs> Matthew Judon of the New England Patriots, number nine. You know, the the beast on the defense over there. You know, we're having a little back and forth. No beef, just back and forth, having a little powwow, a little conversation about contracts. And, you know, he was just awarded a new contract and, and such, like you know, things like that. So we're going back and forth, talking about contracts. I'm talking about the Patriots. And I'm I'm trying to express my, feel, my feelings and, 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 and let it be known, you know, how I'm always advocating. And saying the Patriot players ain't getting paid and stuff like that, right? And um, comparing the contracts and, you know, trying to bring, raise it, the issue. So, after we done, I power, I hopefully I get to meet the brother one day, man. Seemed like a real good dude, man. Shout out to Matthew Jadon, you know. Shout out to you, brother. But after I have a little power, I say, let me go snooping around a little bit. I say, let me go snooping around. And I go snooping around a little bit. I say, let me go see how much these coaches are making. And I go find out how much these coaches are making. And when I Google and go research these coaches, I find Bill Belichick. What do you know? Bill Belichick is the highest paid coach in all of coaches. I bet you ain't know that. He good. He good. He good. He good at keeping things um, tight, tight lip. You know what I mean? The highest paid coach in all of coaching, basketball, baseball, whatever's in America. You know, only in America. When you're talking about overseas, you know, they're getting paid crazy over there. So he is making $20 million a year. Bill Belichick is making $20 million a year. I think Sean Payton is the closest that came by him. But, you know, other than that, it's like $15 million. 15 million. Sean Payton, I think he's making $18 million. <laughs> Now, I know. Chill, 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 chill. Just chill. All right. Yeah. You, des you deserve to be the highest paid, you know, when, when you're doing your thing. You was doing your thing. You, you was winning a lot. You won a lot of Super Bowls. I can't argue with that. You deserve to be the highest paid then, right? You created the dynasty in New England. You deserve to be the highest paid back then. But now, we're talking about now. You're getting paid $20 million a year now as the highest paid coach. And it's been three years since Tom Brady has been gone from the New England Patriots. And the New England Patriots are going from a downhill spiral. So, I want to know. Is, are you worth $20 million a year right now? 
Is, Bel- is Bill Belichick worth $20 million a year right now? Because it's been three years without Tom Brady and his success rate, we know his success rate is not good at all, right? And he's making $20 million and you can't even look up the contract to see when it expires. This is the type of situations we're dealing with when we're dealing with Belichick. He could keep all his secrets and he could do all these good things for him. But when it's time for other people to get good things done for them, he has uh, a $20 million contract. You don't know when it, it might be for 20 years. It might be for the rest of his life. Who knows? This is crazy. We don't know. But I want to bring this up because it's secrets. You see in the media, he don't like to talk too much or answer any questions. Now you see why. He got a lot of secrets that you don't know about. That a lot of people don't know about. I would love to hear a lot of uh, hear about these secrets he got and how he uh, came in his uh, NFL and finesse and finesse this thing to be the highest paid coach in the NFL. Yeah, I mean you you establish a, a, a great situation, but boy, is it looking like he robbing this this situation without a mask? I'm gonna tell you right now, without a mask and a weapon, because. Right now, without Tom, it don't look like he's worth $20 million a year. And you still have an opportunity to fix things and become the great Bill Belichick that everybody say you are. But Sante, you know, it's still a little different until you show different. So y'all tell me what y'all think. Bill Belichick making $20 million a year, the highest paid coach in, in all of coaches in America. Is he worth it? Without Tom Brady, is Bill Belichick worth $20 million a year? It's the art of interception, what we say what needs to be said. Salute. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.